Mouse and wings and a 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 This whole coming out thing, I know it's like beating a dead horse, but I'm just going to come out because I told a few friends and it felt good. And then I told a few more friends. Are you? Is this it? I think so. What do you think? Do, Should I just do, 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 do it? Do, 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 do. It is so dumb and drawn out. So I'm just going to do it and then we can all move on. Okay. And um, my name is Joelle Eggold. There. Oh my God. So you what? Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> no, I told my girlfriends. We all went out um, last week for my friend's birthday party, and we were driving there, and it's just been eating me alive. It's so stupid, but it's been like almost a year of doing this whole secret project thing, and so I just said, "Girls, call the podcast. I have something to tell you. I have a secret." And they all just were driving in an Uber. And the poor guy, I was sitting in the front seat. And they all leaned forward from the back seat. And they were like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my. And they were You're just like. an affair. Yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Really? She's gay. She's having an affair. They're getting a divorce. Like, I don't know what they thought. And then I was like, I have a podcast. They were like, oh, Joelle. <laughs> they all <laughs> leaned back in their seat. They were like, Oh my God! What? That's not a big deal. What's going on? What? What? And the, ah. so I had to explain the whole thing. It was really funny, but it felt so good to tell them. And then I told my other friend who met us at the restaurant. And yeah, so now a little shout out to all my girlfriends listening. Hey. <laughs> so wait, I thought one of them was kind of mad at you. Well, no, I said there was one one girl who was just like I. I thought we were besties. I thought we knew everything. I thought you were my person. I think that's what she said. Aww. And I feel bad. And so, yeah, this is my public apology for having a secret life for all now those months. Now you get months. to do public apologies. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. No, but she gets it. She understood. She has a cousin who is a author who wrote a book and, you know, kept it quiet or had a different pen name or something. And it's kind of like that. Yeah, it's like this artistic project you're not sure if it's gonna fly so you'd rather make it private and yeah talk about private things but anyway Yay. it's just causing me too much stress I'm not good at lying or leading a duplicitous life so that is so good congratulations do you yeah. feel lighter so now yeah I do it feels good okay. yeah but do we need to go back and edit stuff out now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, editing anything. <gasps> what did I say? I know. You poor thing. Editing. No, no, no. No, not about me, but about, I think it's good that you just did it and now you can feel good. Yeah. It feels good. So I'm out. Yay. Yay. Remember in our beginning episodes, all of it was just fart noises over yeah. everything because <laughs> everything was a secret. So we'd go, remember that one time when we fart and then we <laughs> fart. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Major apologies for all that nonsense, Aww. but that's all right. Now we know. Now we can rebrand. But, uh, but although, wait with... a second. That's not your oh. real super last name. I mean, that's our last name. But you do oh, have a last name. Are you keeping true. it private? Yeah, that was my maiden name. Okay, yeah, Joelle Khan. So there. Yeah, but you went to Joelle Eagle. That's interesting. 
That is. Not to I be know. confused with our uh, our hit cousin, who is right. Ryan Eggold. He's got a new show called New Amsterdam, and That's was just right. on Jimmy Kimmel the other night. And uh, not Jimmy. He's Kimmel. a little. Oh, I'm sorry. Fr- Jimmy Frankie Fallon. Fallon. The wrong Jimmy. <sighs> Poor Jimmy. <Why> <laughs> They must hate that, right? There's jokes yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, sorry. but they just launched his show on NBC, and it's like kind of the next ER. It's a cool. He's like the rising star. This guy. He's. It's yeah. advertised all over. Oh my god! Almost as much as the hit show The Rookie, which is also <laughs> advertised everywhere. And, and it's funny how it's so heavily advertised in yeah. LA, right? Is the it? Hollywood area. Because it's a L.A. cop show, you think? Like, they're trying to... No, and Ryan show, New Amsterdam. Oh. Everywhere, on all the giant billboards, on the buses, on the bus stops. Those two shows are the most prominent, and they... Isn't They just really hit it hard in L.A. Yeah. So So is that a sign? So... I think it's just... You you put a ton of money in advertising, and they're both... I think his is on NBC, and this one's... The hit show, The Rookie, is on uh, ABC... (laughs) And is that his they full put title? a lot of money in. Yes, I think that's the full title. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting to see uh, our cousin up there, little Ryan. We used to go see him at the Christmas Carol. I should say that you used to go see him. For some reason, I got out of yeah. Why were going? There? I don't know. I think my entire childhood, I tried to sneak away from family events <laughs> and like just so I could do bad things at home or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Dad asked me to go to Grandpa Al's funeral, and he gave me a choice. I was like, "Well, don't give me a choice. Of course, I'm going to choose to stay home." You didn't go? No, I chose to stay home because I said this will be the only time my parents are out of the house, and I can do weird things. (laughs) Like it's always, I don't like setting things on fire in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) I used to dig little holes in the backyard and put sticks and things and just light fires and. I'd love Dude. to watch fire. Creepy, huh? No, I mean, it's fine. You're curious, but that would so not fly in this day and age, at least in Southern California. I totally remember worry about we, that. We did crazy stuff. Like, we would go camping. We lived, so everybody knows, we lived up in the Bay Area, and we lived in the foothills mm-hmm. over by Walnut Creek-ish, and uh, we would... We, my father and your father, loved nature so much that we were backed up to, like, a nature preserve... Mm-hmm. Preserve? Yeah. Is that the right word? It's like, oh. yeah, parkland, like state park area. And so. so we would just go out there. I would spend hours and hours and hours in the woods, as would you, with mm-hmm. our friends. Remember and, lugging uh, our raft down to the pond and rafting around <laughs> and catching pond. salamanders? And we would catch out. We would swim in this nasty, snake-filled, like, yeah. cow dung pond. Pond. <laughs> Because there would be cows, they'd just be drinking, and we'd be swimming in it, and then a snake would swim by. We had little, like, <laughs> garter snakes that would yeah, go catch right. fish and stuff in there, like pollywogs. Yeah. We were we total. Dig caves. We'd, yeah, we were yeah. just, and we'd hang out there all day long. Was yeah, so it was so great. What a wonderful childhood that Yeah. Was. But you were lighting fires back there, too? You, well, in our, our backyard, I would dig little holes and light fires, and then, you know, like all those Barbies I would light their hair on fire. Yeah, you were destructive. You, was it curiosity? You just wanted to see yeah. what would happen? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, That's it was just so cool. Funny. Fires were neat. and But it was all controlled. Like we know how to handle fires, right? 
Yeah, I hope so. You didn't and then wax that? and the candles every time we did. Yeah, have like wax. Dinner party. We, you and I rolled up newspapers and smoked them when yeah, Christmas. That was smart. That? Yeah. <laughs> Check the lungs now for that one. Oh my God. We were just like nerd cool. Like we were thinking we were awesome and we we're just complete dorks, but just total right. dorks. Ugh. It was fun dorking. Did us. we ever do sneaky listening in on the adults kind of stuff or oh, messing yeah. with adults? I was big on spying. My friend and I would always spy on all the parents having we had dinner parties. We there were like three or four different couples and all the kids were kind of around the same age and we'd have all these dinner parties and it was very like 70s early 80s so it was a lot of spaghetti and Chianti bottles with candles stuck in them that would drip down and (laughs) really (laughs) yeah just lots of sideburns and and we had this secret uh we had a whole storyline that our mom was with her dad and our dad was with her mom like that they were swapping partners and we were always trying to catch them in the act. We were pretty sure <laughs> that they were because it was so stupid because the dad, our dad was blonde and her mom was blonde. Her dad was brunette and our mom's brunette. Therefore, they must be coupled up. Oh, yeah. And her dad looked like Tom Jones and our mom oh, had yeah. curly Joyce DeWitt hair. And then- <laughs> No, not Joyce DeWitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Joyce DeWitt. Yeah, from and Three's Company. Yes. And then... Yeah, the blondes had the straight blonde hair. So, therefore, again, another clue that they must be matched up. So, wow. it was so stupid. So, we just sneak around spying. And, yeah. Did you too? Or you, you did? You s- pulled the socks out of the door and watched mom and dad <laughs> having an intimate evening. You know, <laughs> big ween eyes sticking through the door handle hole. <laughs> when it, it, for some reason, we didn't have a door handle for whatever reason yeah, for a few or years or on my parents master bedroom and they would put a sock in it when they were doing weird things and uh and i thought that was interesting i guess i was more of a pervert than you maybe <laughs> no you were kind of pervy too i think all kids yeah curious pervy right pervy yeah tell the story of you with the neighbor boys though oh god like, this Which is one? hilarious the, the one with <laughs> david the guy up the street yeah yeah i don't know what was going on but i th- he was kind of a jerk i think he was one of those nerdy jerks yeah and i th- somehow and these I guys were mostly to... your friends you have most boy guy like kids in the neighborhood the boys in the neighborhood were your friends like you would yeah, hang out, ride why. bikes, ride skateboards, and so those were your buddies. Yeah, right? I guess I was a little tom girl. Yeah, and uh, tom boy. I guess tom boy. <laughs> I think what do you call girl? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I just like to do stuff and ride around. And I guess girls. What did they do that seemed boring? Or maybe they just were the kids my age in the neighborhood. I don't really know. I'm gonna yeah, I was but... all over playing Barbies and doing Ugh. hair and makeup, and you know. Yeah, singing and sounds... dancing and all that goofy stuff but and i like reading. the singing and dancing read. not the yeah and i didn't read very much i was always on the little bmx bike except we yeah. couldn't afford bmx so mine was like called the footloose or something it was yeah. some dumb generic name Goose. yeah it was one of those that i was so i was like embarrassed because everyone had diamondbacks and those were the cool <laughs> rich kids and not that they were rich were, were they rich did we have a lot of rich people in the name i think I yeah know. we were definitely like living a lower lifestyle in an upper lifestyle yeah. area we were probably just scraping by but yeah um 
Either way, I somehow decided to entrap this boy who lived up the street. And I just wanted to mess with him, I think, because he messed with me or something. So I said, you should come over to my garage. There's a couch in the garage or something. And, so and was so, he, like, flirting with you? How did you know to all of a sudden turn on your womanly wild? Yeah, it was. Okay. He was, like, a jerky guy that would, like, flirt but then spit on me or do something you? where I was, I don't know, 12? Okay. No, it must have been 10, 11, 12, somewhere so in that range. just moment. dipping our toe into the puberty pool. We're just dipping starting our... to, <laughs> to blossom. and twink. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um... That breast bud, uh, yeah. a waggle. Okay. I think so. Right. Yeah, things were poking. But um, so I invited him into the garage and I made you, which I was surprised that you would even do this because this was the point when you were starting to push me away and didn't want to hang out with me. But somehow I got you involved in this scheme. And <laughs> this story, it was, it's so stupid. It makes no sense. Anyway, I was like, I am going to entrap this boy, but I'm going to do this weird thing where I I went into like my mom's closet and wore a long hippie skirt or some denim skirt and then i got this is at the time when pi magnum was hot and i got (laughs) my dad had the magnum pi shirt and (laughs) the hawaiian shirt and so i wore that and i wore like a sailor's cap and then put on tons of rouge from my mom's like makeup station and tons of just real haughty red, bright red lipstick, and then wore my dad's brute cologne for some yeah. reason. Slapped <laughs> on why. some brute. Yeah. Brute cologne. <laughs> and just... I, I just remembered too, you weren't like old enough to wear makeup really. So when you'd put the lipstick on, it was like way outside the lines. Yeah. So it was just this horribly drawn on red. Just big gross. old pig and lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Made no sense. <laughs> so. But then I like got him in the garage and I I closed the garage door and I was like, oh, let's turn out the lights. And then I think I went, my big, this was my plan. I was going to put all that lipstick all over his face and scare him away so he had to run home and he'd get in trouble and he would, with a bunch of lipstick on his face. So that's where I had my sister, Joelle, uh, somehow be hiding behind something where you could pop up and push the garage door opener. <laughs> And then I would yell really loud, and he would run home. And guess what happened? Did we do it? It exactly worked. (laughs) I I kissed all over his neck and cheeks, and then I went, now go! And you pushed open the door, and we went, run, run! And he ran. And then that was it. I think we closed the door. We watched him run down the street, and I have no fucking idea why we did that at all. Did we do like a slow motion high five and then there was like a circle wipe fade out? A circle the... wipe, some juicy fruit gum yeah. came into play, something. <laughs> I don't know. That's so uh, weird. Why? David Gardner. Was that his name? David Gardner? No, that was the guy that picked his nose. Oh, David. Oh. He was your nose. Wouldn't that guy just eat his, full on eat his boogers all day? Oh, yes. Yeah, that okay. was your guy. Shout out to Bollinger Canyon. Fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. Can we say this, though? Let's not defame characters. His name was Blade Blazon. It was a rough time. Yeah, he... Okay, but what happened? Well, he was just socially awkward. And I look back now and go, okay, obviously there was 
you know, Something stuff going on. on that we didn't recognize at the time. So the poor guy got teased and, Aww. you know, he just didn't have the social graces. I don't know if it was that it didn't come naturally in his brain or if his parents didn't teach him or I don't know. But it was like, wasn't it like Revenge of the Nerds, Booger? I mean, he like would pick his nose and eat it. He'd sit there in class in sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade. Ugh. And I kept ending up sitting right next to him and I would have to pull my hair down to create a little blockade so I couldn't see him from my peripheral vision because he would just sit there and feast all day long. It was <laughs> disgusting. Feast. <Just> feast. <laughs> and I haven't heard that word in a long time. It's just it's so gross. Wow, it was awful. But I don't get what is... Okay, now uh, I'm doing the weird gagging yeah. reflex thing right now. It's yeah. really happening. I'm going... <laughs> so what is it about... Chris? Is it... Ugh. There it goes again. Is it I, the salty? I can't even talk about it. I don't know. It. I don't know. It's the half. No, I'm not going to go into the detail. We all know what boogers are like. And this kid just. Yeah, had... but I've never put one in my mouth. Have you? Oh, well, you've you've had one fall in your mouth before. Right? Uh, <laughs> They're salty. No. Yeah. Why it's would salty. one fall well, in like... your mouth? Unless you were trying to catch it like a beautiful no, snowflake. I don't know. You can't describe it. Yeah, it just like falls off your lip into your mouth. Haven't I you would had that? never. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened to me. And I this would never. This sounds like I'm like, no, I don't pick my nose need it. And I really do. I don't. I don't. There might have been a time when I tried it. Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, snorker. You would hawk loogies onto the shower wall and leave them there to dry. And but I would that, have to uh, scrub them off and like peel them off and get like a sharp edged thing to get them off funny. the shower wall. That was disgusting. That's so gross. Well, that was out of my mouth. I wasn't putting it back in. Fine, but not for the world to see. If you're going to do it, make it go down the drain. The drain is right there. I Why would like to wall? show my production. Oh, Everybody come disgusting. along into the and shower. And you had a booger collection behind your <laughs> headboard. Let's just tell it all. If we're well, I tell might all. pull them out and wipe them somewhere, but... I'm not going to stick them back in my honk. <laughs> you have a booger the... collection under your seat to this day on the left side of your car seat. So Not really. No, I tell it. you, I told you it's on the heel of my Aha! shoe. The heel of your shoe. I knew it. Disgusting. It just goes back into the earth. Like I'm composting. I've said this. It totally makes sense to me. Anyway, yeah, this this Schmave Schmason uh, mm-hmm. I brought mistletoe to sixth grade one day and he, um, I was holding it up, you know, as I walked into class, like, look what I got everybody. And he leaned under it and tried to give me a kiss. Mm. And the How'd booger go? eater got really close to giving me a kiss. And I, I think I like gut punched him or something. Oh was, my gosh. I know. And just bad, poor guy. But it was right when, you know, I started having crushes on other boys and, Boobies. And then that's when I found out uh, the boy I loved for so Who? many years, Jason Swan. Oh. No, not Jason, Justin. You had Jason, I had Justin. Mm. Justin, they're brothers. Uh, I had had a crush on him since third grade, and so finally sixth grade, he asked me to go with him. We were at oh. Mark, Mark Herberger's Halloween party, and... It was in the garage. His mom decorated it. She put out all these garages. This... That's all we had in suburbia. That's where yeah. all the w- weird stuff happened. Garages right. and closets. Yeah. <laughs> and she did the whole, you know, lights out, touchy feely, you know, peeled grapes with eyeballs. The mom? 
Yeah, she made this like spooky, you know. Oh, I thought it was she was creating like a sex two haven. Two minutes in the closet. Yeah, no, I was no. like, what? A, this no, is we were illegal. listening to like Michael Jackson's Thriller and oh. like put your hand in the spaghetti and that's the brains and the Ooh. dried apricot that's the ear that came off and the peeled wow. grapes are the eyeballs. It was really cute, you know. I look back now like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. But and bobbing for apples and all the dumb Halloween yeah. stuff. But yeah, all of a sudden Justin Swan said, "Joel." can you come in here? I need to talk to you. So he, you know, pulled me into the living room and I went into the living room. So nervous. This boy I've loved for three years. He said, will you go with me? I said, okay. And then we went back to the party and I didn't know what it meant to go with someone. I didn't know Aww. if I was supposed to kiss him. I didn't know if I was supposed to hold his hand. I didn't know what any of it meant. Do we go on dates? So nervous. Aww. I was so shy. And, uh, so the whole weekend came and went. That was like a Friday night. And I was so worried about it that on Monday morning I made um, Susanna Beckwith break up with him for me oh. because I didn't know what it meant and I didn't want to do anything. I'm a good girl. <laughs> and so she broke up with him. And then at our 10-year reunion, high school reunion, Mark Herberger confessed that he and a bunch of boys got together and paid him $10 <gasps> to ask me to go with them. No. <laughs> he didn't was... even really... Oh, I no. know it was Gosh. all a big setup, and here That's I was a lot having of money back then too, right? I know inflation, ten dollars, ten dollars back when you could have bought a Def Leppard album or yes. Van Halen or Michael Jackson's are... Thriller, right? You so. know, I remember this. Mine was in fifth grade or something, but Jason Kiriakou. Oh, I loved him. He had the puffiest Ooh. hair. Yeah, well, I forget. Nice I remember that face. name, but what was yeah. his? He was puffy haired. I can't remember that. He was so cute. Mm. He looked like a Italian giraffe. He was perfect. <laughs> he had a skinny face and a puffy top. I loved him so. And then he, around Valentine's Day, finally he. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing, but I think of how freaking messed up kids are. He <laughs> said that. He came up and asked me the same thing to go with him or to be his Valentine. It was something like that. And Aww. I was so excited. And then I said, yes. And I was all into it. I didn't care what it meant. I just <laughs> said, this means something. I'm getting close to this giraffe guy. And then, uh, and then the next day at school or something, he goes, that was my, I heard you talk to my twin brother, Danny. I was what? like, what? He goes, that was my twin brother, Danny, that asked you out. And I was like, what are you talking about, a twin? And then it turned into this whole twin brother scenario. Because he was, like, nervous to say it was him. Oh, so that I was, is... like, looking at him, but apparently he was his brother. It was so confusing. So and then he I think just, it just watched some episode of, <laughs> like, 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 Quantum Leap or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> oh i have no idea but it just so it was, was over because it was the twin brother it wasn't him I, you know it just like fizzled out i guess it was too confusing and probably he didn't know what to do with it i was confused i didn't know who i was supposed to be talking to <laughs> and then it just fizzled out okay well now if you could redo it wouldn't you ask some questions yes like okay present your brother let me see the two of you together what was but he I wearing? knew it was him. It right. made no well, sense. I knew everybody at that school. Yes. You had just gone to school with people from kindergarten to fifth grade. There was no mysterious <laughs> character hiding in the back of a class named Danny Kiriakou. 
I like I don't know why that was a good idea that he thought something would he I was scared man you were scary well you were a tall giraffe well, too you guys were a, I was also a tall giraffe a formidable couple he probably yeah. didn't know where to go with that wow yeah. interesting yeah. did you ever yeah. see him again after that did you go to the next I don't stage think so. Too. You know how it happens when you, after sixth grade, right, go to different graduate school. from your middle school and yeah. everyone stops talking. That was the weirdest thing to just see people kind of dissipate and go into their own groups. Right. It was a very groupy time. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And I've had some weird reconnections with people from elementary school and junior high out here and we're all like moms in the same area and I'm going wow. oh my gosh and I knew a completely different side of this person back in the day and wow. we've all cleaned up our act and have you gone to any reunions or anything like that have you done high school reunions um no it I'm not yeah it was weird we did a 10 year and a 20 year I think that was it but mm-hmm. it was so cool too to see kind of all these people who were in these groups, right? There's the popular group, there's the, you know, rockers and the stoners and whatever. And we were all kind of going through these changes and stages at the same time, you know, becoming parents, getting married, and dropping a lot of these facades and talking about it too. So it was super cool to hear, so what did you think of me in high school? Like, I was a nerd, right? And they're like, no, no, you were actually cool. It was nice. I'm like, really? And I go, yeah, but you were da da da. And they're like, yeah, but that was a total act. I was not oh, cool. I was so it. scared, and my parents were getting a divorce, and so oh. I, I thought I'd be this way, but it was really this way. It was really eye-opening and cool. And then there Isn't were a few, neat? yeah, there were still a few, you know, assholes stuck with that. Who were stuck with it? Yeah, haircut. They're like, I got laid in this outfit. Right. I'm gonna keep wearing it and hope for the best. I totally. Know. Yeah. But it was funny. It was it was kind of a cool experience. I liked it a lot. But then there, it, it was so different for so many people. And so my job, too, in helping with this reunion was it was right when Facebook came out for the tenure. Mm-hmm. So do the math, people. Yes, I'm old. Uh, and I was scanning the yearbook, and I was posting everything to Facebook. So that was kind of my contribution to it. And some people would be like, gung-ho, yeah, put my stuff up there. That's awesome. And some people would be like, take it down, untag me. I don't want oh. any remnants of my high school years up there. Ooh. Like some people, it was like really a negative time for them. Wow. Yeah. And you have to honor that. I guess some people just like had a shit time in high school and I was somewhere in the middle. I kind of like, had a shit time. I really? Did not. Yeah. When I went back to San Ramon, mm-hmm. looked at our old Cal High, it just kind of brings back really bad memories. Really? Know? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't even like being by high schools there was a apartment i was gonna rent once and it was across from my high school it's like oh i don't want to be anywhere around high school kids just because of the kids traumatic yeah because of what was going on at home okay everything like that was my time when shit was hitting the fan i guess and in all respects and so it kind of imprinted as being a all of it yeah and for you i think you you graduated and yeah, I had a there four-year head start on you from all that chaos and stuff at home. But, you know, it's still impactful, yet I was already, yeah, a little more adult, ready to go. And I actually, yeah, I liked high school. I had a good time. It was, it was fine, although... You had a nice group of friends, too. Yeah. Although what? Sorry, although what? No, no, no. I look back at all the stuff that we could have gotten hurt doing or, you know... 
kind of Crazy. the shitty stuff we did to some people that we thought was just like harmless jokes, but could have really damaged people, you know, like, like uh, just dumb no. stuff. Like there's this one nerdy kid who, you know, we would try to get drunk at parties and stuff. I wasn't part of this. It was just my group. I should have stood up for him and said something. And I just wish I'd been more assertive in these group yeah. situations, you know, but you just kind of go along with things and. Ugh. So that's what I worry about with my kids. I'm like, oh, that's right around the corner, man. This is all going to happen all over again. And how's it going to go down? But I guess, you know, most of us made it. <laughs> We're I know. Still here to I'm talk so... about it. We learn. So. I think Chris Rock had a whole part in his special that was out like four months ago that was talking about the what's all this anti-bully stuff. Like, yeah. we need bullies. We would not have a computer if we didn't have bullies because... Right. I almost said Chris Gaines. <laughs> What's his name? Mark's. Well, I know he did a thing about Bill Mark, Gates. Bill Sorry. Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates and Mark Chris Zuckerberg. Gaines. Do you know who that was? <laughs> That's the alter ego of Garth Brooks. Remember? <laughs> he turned yeah. into that weird like rocker character. His little soul patch. Yeah. Chris Gaines. What was that? <laughs> that was that was someone who had a giant ego and nobody told him no. That's what that was. <laughs> Terrible idea is what that's called. Yeah, it was like some cross between Garth Brooks and Chris Angel somewhere in the middle oh, there. Boy. Oh, boy. That was bad. Uh, guess how his career is now. <laughs> no, you know what? Goodbye. I'm not going to talk shit because good for him. He tried something different that was probably exciting. That's and why right. not? Why not? Because we'll tell you why not. Come to me <laughs> next time. <laughs> That could be your fate. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, anyway we're we're all okay. So high school made us we who made we are it. today, right? We made it through the wilderness. Remember I think that your biggest change. Yeah. I like that. Sorry. Do you want to keep going with that? Is <laughs> my voice. My biggest change is my voice. This is my real voice. I'm very white. <laughs> It's not that no, funny. I liked watching you transform after you went to New York for acting school. And then oh. kind of just getting over your stuff and being alone, maybe. I don't know. This is my take on Did it. Did I change? You. Yeah, you like got nice and very oh. selfless, you know, and thought about other people and got kind of into more like Buddhist ideals and giving things away and giving people gifts and... You just turned into this very altruistic person versus before. It was just like, man, fuck you. Fuck the man. It's all about me. I'm going to go do this. Bye, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> so but then, was... now I wonder if I'm somewhere in the middle because now I'm less booted. Well, maybe, like, how do you see me now? I see you still that way, but more taking care of yourself. You know, now you're tired of being stepped on. and Yeah, so, suckers. Yeah, <laughs> you're being more assertive. So you're an assertive Buddhist. That's good. You're sticking That's up good. for yourself. Yeah. I know. I guess I could be somewhere in the middle of that, though, too. I probably swung a little bit. Yeah, just with the guy thing, I think I was too, mm -hmm. like, just sitting around fanning the palm fronds on these dipshits. <laughs> so... <laughs> Taking it back, girls. Taking it back. That's right. Yeah. I know. The fire has been lit. But God. what was your experience in New York like? Like, what was it being out there by yourself and going through all that? Like, what changed? It was very... Well, I remember I read that book, Conversations with God, which I think mom gave me. And not mm -hmm. that I'm a big... Well, okay. So, well, it doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about God. But it, the idea was that I got out of the book. It was mm -hmm. like, what would a cool God, quote unquote, say to you if you have like a weird, anyway, doesn't matter. 
the Ooh, whole idea was like good. fear or love. His his interpretation of what the root of everything is is it's either your thoughts are coming from fear or love. Mm-hmm. Those are the two fundamental things. And his being the author of Conversations with God. Yes, Neil Donald Walsh okay. wrote that book pinned that book someone mm-hmm. just told me someone pinned something today and i thought that was i was like oh i should use that more it's very mm. yeah sounds mm-hmm. very snooty and i want to be a little more snooty in my life <laughs> neil donald walsh pinned the book mm-hmm. conversations with god but i like that because it was i think i was just reading a lot and i wanted to change and force myself into some different way of thinking and change my brain and be more daring and do shit and that was one thing. It was like, really go for something that you really want that it scares you and that you don't want to take any action on. And, you, and I was like, I want to try acting because I mm-hmm. always thought it would be so much fun. And it's a good psychology experiment. And I love like studying characters and people. And I said, well, why not use the arts in that way where you mm-hmm. really are able to express yourself through characters and start to you know you analyze people it just sounded like a great idea so this is when you're in the bay area you read the book and that inspired you to go to new york so then i went and i I said okay so if i'm gonna be an actor how do i do this and who do i respect the most and it was all the you know al pacino meryl streeps and and then i said what did they all do and they went to new york and went to theater school with Mm -hmm. all the and so i went to one of the schools that they went to stella adler conservatory Mm -hmm. and I flew I went and I did the audition it was like within a couple months really I I called I found out they had an audition once a year it was a couple months away I somehow pulled together some money for a plane ticket flew to New York did this audition and it was a huge for the school you have to audition for the school school. yeah and out of like it was like five or ten thousand people they chose thirty what? for your class it was some huge number where they choose a few amount of people and i got in and i Dude. had no idea that i would i didn't i was like whatever just that was good enough for me to face a fear and then oh. they called and they're like we've never done this but we want to accept oh no the guy said it in the room it was stella adler's grandson his name mm-hmm. was tom oppenheimer i think <laughs> Is that the guy that, no he was the inventor of like eyeglasses i'm getting all my names screwed up <laughs> But, uh, what's that? Or he no t- idea. Cre- he developed, like, the A-bomb. Thomas Oppenheimer. <laughs> Whoops. Here, I'll go back. Oh, my um, God. Hiroshima? Wait. Anyway. Uh, it's a little late, and I have a lot of stuff on me brain. But whatever. So, they, the dude said, I've never done this before, but I would, I want to accept you on the spot in the room. I'm not going to talk to anyone about it. I want you in our school. And Wow. So, You're right. Tom Oppenheim is the grandson of Stella Adler. Oh, I am right. Yeah. I'm right? For yeah. once. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Now, who's the guy who invented the A-bomb? Oh, okay. Let's look that up, too. Inventor oh, of A-bomb. So continue with this. your story while I do this. Go ahead. Well, my story is coming to current times. Doing <laughs> 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 fucking location so that my actor... That was were, uh, Robert really Oppenheimer. Well. Robert Oppenheimer, thank you very much. You're I knew there was some stream crossing happening there. And there's John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Heimer Smith, Don't his name him. is my name too. <laughs> Whenever I go out. Um, 
So he offered it to you there on the spot. That's crazy. That's amazing. And I went to two years of selling out of nine to five every day, and then I found a job at Moxie Video. Oh, Moxie where, Video! Yeah, that's where I did post-production, where I was like the receptionist at a post-production house where all the MTV and sports stuff would go edit, and they would edit from whatever time I started, like 6 p.m., and then they would go until the edit was done, which would be 3 or 4 in the morning, and then I'd have to go to school at 7 a.m., God. And I remember just totally riding on fumes. Yeah. And I was out of it all the time because yeah. I did not sleep. But I was kind of like riding on this whole God wave, you know, of like, I'm just going to trust the universe. I'm going to trust that whatever happens, it meant, it's meant to happen. And That's But then cool. I kept leaving the doors and windows open to that place so they fired me because I think I was so tired. Oh, they fired she- you? Yeah, she told me, she goes, she goes, Jules, you're killing me. You're killing me. I don't want to do this. I really like you. You can't leave the fucking windows open again. I got to get rid of you. I don't want to, but I got (laughs) to. And I just, I think I was in a haze all the time, so I would just forget to do, you know. Did she say, you're not showing much moxie. You're not, oh, you would call all the time and go, moxie weenie. (laughs) I remember that. Do you remember that? I love it. Yeah, Roxy video was in many, many a joke. Yeah. But then that was the first time I slept overnight. I would sleep at that place because I was too tired to go all the way. I lived in Jersey City. Oh, my God. And I would have to take the PATH train all the way home. And and I just would sometimes sleep there at night and go to school the next day because it was in Manhattan. Right. And uh, that was getting over huge fears was to sleep in a dark and scary building. You've like never liked, yeah, being alone, being in the dark. Like, that's still a thing for you, right? Uh, well, yes. no. I sleep with mace by my bed, but it's also because people get shot out in front of my house. Yes, dude, talk about this really Someone quick. Someone just got, I came home two nights ago, and my friend was dropping me off. We went and saw our friend play a show at the Whiskey and then my friend was dropping me off and he was about to make a right where my house is and all of a sudden we see a cop and he's waving the light and then you see all like 14 cop cars come in and fire engine and so I'm like we quick made a right on the street before I was like what is going on and then so I just walked back to my house and threw the police tape and someone just had been shot out in front of my house yeah not just in front of your house like at the end of your driveway yeah. Like, and across the street. So, end of your driveway, walk across the street, boom, there's the, the outline people of the shot body. him from out in front of our house. Like, shot the guy from... Oh, really? The, on it, your well, side of the street? I mean, they don't even know who did it yet. It was, a, it was someone they think in a car. God. You? And, yeah. Um, this is not a good spot. But this, yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. I mean... Say mean, the whatever. thing that you were worried that maybe the perp was, like, back in... In your house or down the yeah, driveway. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to think. You're just so... Any logical person who probably knows more about police work, you know, they would right. realize you leave the scene of the crime. I guess the only people that really return to the scene of the crime are arsonists. Really? Or serial like killers? Me. Do they want to come back and see their work? I don't think... I think I read or listened to something that said it was mostly arsonists, but otherwise yeah. everybody else kind of bails. Yeah. But, um, but talk about your... Your alarm, like how you knew nobody was back there. Oh, I knew because I lived down a long driveway in a back cottage, and I figured if someone was going to shoot someone, they might run down my long, dark driveway into my back house. 
So I was like walking back there. I had this, you know, I told the cops I lived there. Otherwise it was all crime taped off. Oh but um, I went back there and then I'm like, okay, if this dude or whoever, if they're back here, I'm like, the only way I could tell is if my cat stinkers, what her reaction is. Guess where my cat stinkers was? Right on the front porch. She was <laughs> just sitting there going, wow. <laughs> and I walked up and I knew that there was no perp in my backyard because stinkers is the best alarm for if people are coming. <laughs> she does this weird like low belly crawl if the mailman comes down or whatever. I'll just see her go like, quack, 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 like s- squeaking her belly across the floor. So I always know if there's a human around because I'll hear like weird this is like a Marty Stouffer show at my place. There's a, you got raccoons, possums, skunks, rats, mice. <laughs> Something uh, else happened. Like, yeah, squirrels. The squirrels. There's lots crows. of squirrels. So the cat, like I know if it's, because raccoons, have you ever had a raccoon stomping around your roof or anything? Oh, they kinda not, sound not like humans. that. I had one under, I lived in a cottage too in Hillcrest oh. and was staying there by myself. That was like a single little place. And one night... In my bathroom, I heard this like scratching noise. Just it sounded like somebody was in my shower scratching on the shower glass, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like some person was in there about to come out and murder me. So I jump out of bed, wearing nothing but a t-shirt. You know, I'm like sleeping, and grab my phone on the way out, and I'm run out to my front porch, and I'm like, "Someone!" I called nine one one. Someone's in my house. Someone's in my house. And they're like, okay, stay right there. And, you know, I'm standing there on my front porch. I think this is like before cell phones. So I had like a long cord and I was like huddled in the corner. And the cops show up and they walk around the perimeter and they're like, well, we don't see any footprints. We don't see anything. They go inside. They check all the rooms. They don't see anything. And uh, they're like, "You're, you're safe to go back in. I don't know what you heard. And I'm like, well, can you guys just stay here with me for a little bit? And they're like, fine. So they stood on the front porch and I went back in. And let everything get real quiet again. And there was the noise again. I'm like, there, it's there, it's there. And so they came and they heard it too. It turned out to be a family of possums that crawled under the house. Oh. And they were burrowing under my bathtub. So they were scratching on oh the bathtub. Gosh. And <gasps> it was so freaky. And then I felt stupid. But but I'm glad oh, I called. No. You know, I was like, oh gonna die yeah but yeah living alone and oh dark gosh. and animals and being in the back cottage how that was long like exactly the same as you i know yeah. it's crazy it's uh mine is like back cottage with a ghetto yeah. element yeah. out front so there's like an actual thing right. of i mean i had a note on my gate the other day that was like are you still giving massages <gasps> my name's Tony <laughs> call me and I guess the lady who lived here before was doing like sexy massages oh, in my great. little potting oh shed my God. <laughs> so sometimes I'll still get notes on the door some like creepy dudes that come down great. the driveway but I've gotten like kind of good of seeing who's the dangerous one but one guy came down the driveway and he was there was just a hooded man standing in my driveway like looking up into my house I have a Dude. gate out there but and then I didn't know what to do, and I was shocked, but all I did was I made a stern face, and I waggled my finger and went, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and he like goes, he puts his hands up, and then he what? walks back out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why. I turned into a weird grandma. Mm, mm, mm. Like, whatever you're doing, don't. And he's like, ooh. And then he put down his, like, glass yeah, right? back in his pants and walked out. Oh, my no. God. I don't know. I don't know why that worked. And then afterwards, I was like, 
That is oh, so stupid. Oh my but god, it, that's hilarious. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll use that in our next self-defense class. We'll just do the grandma waggle move <laughs> and scare everybody away. What? <laughs> it, it was like, what if that was the only thing? What if he was going to shoot me, but then he was, for some reason, I look like his grandma Mimi. <laughs> And like he somehow felt shamed for a second, so he decided this is the one time he, he wasn't gonna up, kill Grandma, someone. I'm sorry, Grandma Mimi. <laughs> she waggled her finger at me every time. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's hilarious. Hey, we gotta go. Yeah, we are at our little limit time, but yay! I'm glad I got to talk to you. I know we're both really busy, and yeah, we may be um, a little more staggered with our episode releases lately because. Uh, we have vacations coming up and just busy, a busy season. But where are you going? I'm going to Rome. 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 With my husband. And Why don't you do a Rome episode? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, I'll do some recordings and uh, we're going for a wedding and we'll be out in the countryside a bit and then we'll do some touring and yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm super excited. But And I might go to South America because I might go with the david bowie guys i'm gonna yay call them up and they're going to so i'm like really oh so we could call each other from our respective oh that's awesome yeah because they're in iceland now so i know i didn't go to iceland and i i started to feel very sad about it i just well because i didn't go and i was like it'll still be there and i want to go too that's one of those places that is on my bucket list for sure so We'll make it happen. But we I will go. <laughs> I know. All right. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, so there. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. We got to go. Well, tell your friends about us, please. We would love the word of mouth um, help. And check out all of our social media. Everything is at Mouse and Weens. And yeah, find your little iTunes app. Okay, everybody do this. Look at your phone. Find that purple iTunes podcast button, right? Click it. Find our our podcast. Scroll all the way down on that first page. And that if you scroll all the way down, that's where you're going to see the stars and the ability to leave a review, write a review. So Ooh, a lot of people get confused like. about where should we write about you. Well, that's where it is. The purple app on your Aww. phone that you just can't get rid of. And... I'm going to yeah, do that. about ourselves. <laughs> and I've been doing it for um, other podcasts that I like, too. I just, I like that. I think we need to put positivity out into the world and support each other. And, um, yeah, we would love your support. So please do that. Yeah, so the Varmints podcast is a, um, it stars, stars, is hosted by Paul and Donna. He's a star. And it's, they are stars. They really are. And... They, it's a family-friendly show about animals, and they pick a new animal each week, and they go into all these facts and funny details, and, and they rate the animal, and it's really cool. I really like it, and it's very sweet and educational, And but the biggest thing I love about it is that the guy Paul is so supportive of other podcasts and independent podcasts, and he just – I really want to um, – raise him up too because he does with us and he's a fan of ours and I'm a fan of his and yeah so Yay. a big shout out to Varmint's podcast V-A-R-M-I-N-T-S there's that's an awesome. exclamation mark in there podcast check it out everybody that's so cool thanks yeah Bye. it's good you would love it 
All right. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. Gravity took over. Now my body's gone.